Hello and welcome to Think Fit Be Fit podcast. My name is Jen Schwartz. I am the hostess and creator of this podcast where we believe that our exercise and our health are some of our greatest assets to living a full and wonderful life. Except right now, we are in a place of fear and uncharted territory as far as our personal security um, and our world has just changed as we know it. So there's a lot of anxiety and fear around health right now. It's March 15th to 2020. And it's just an interesting and uncharted territory that I'm operating in as a leader in wellness and fitness and exercise. So I really wanted to show up today and share my tactics, what I'm sharing with my clients and how I'm keeping my focus on a healthy community and sharing a mutual respect for the oneness that is our country and our world. Uh, And so the topic today is immunity and keeping immunity high. Obviously, this is not medical advice. However, I will be sharing the things that I do in my self-care practice and This episode is mostly an educational resource for you to learn about your immune system and how to navigate things right now in regards to all the supplements and teas that people are going to try and sell you. It's, um, you know, but the first thing I really wanted to say is that this pandemic, this viral pandemic is not about you or me and it's more so about the community at large but since we are all curious on how the immune system works and how we can keep life as normal as possible i wanted to take that opportunity to show you guys that education can go a long way for your body and not being super responsive about the environment around you and letting the environment around you control you. So I know that we are all experiencing deep fear of the unknown and anxiety about what's to come, but those are also factors that are bred in our environment and around us. And it is imperative to your immunity that you do not allow fear to consume you or make your decisions well some fear (laughs) is absolutely necessary right now but the encompassing um fear about uh creating a um program in your brain is the one that i'm intending to help you move away from so the intentions for today are just to take a step back to learn about the immune system. Boosting your immune system is much more than a couple of shots from the juice bar that's probably closed. 
Uh, like never before you will be exposed to purchasing products like teas and supplements to boost your immunity. But I hate to break it to you, the science just doesn't support that this is a smart, smart tactic. So while you think you might be helping yourself, and hey, that placebo effect is pretty amazing, um, you might not actually be helping yourself because uh, this is a serious threat to our economy, our healthcare system, and our loved ones. So there's no time for the fluff that people want to sell you in, you know, uh, supplements that just aren't going to get absorbed or penetrate what they need to like actually help you. So message today, start adjusting your lifestyle yesterday to achieve those goals of, um, staying level headed right now, uh, keeping things close to normal um, as possible, meaning like you're sleeping well and uh, eating well and feeling well. And then to be able to provide a light for others, um, people that need to see that our environment doesn't have to control us. So in this episode are some cliff notes on the immune system and places to dive deep into this subject. I am not going to sit here and lecture you on the immune system. I've read like three books on it. That's not enough to sit here and talk about it. Um, But I am going to share my resources and I dug around the internet and into an immunology book even to help you understand and learn more about the system that is um, begging for your attention probably. So the other thing I wanted to share are, you know, my experience on self-care and immune care. The, you know, the part can never be well unless the whole is well. And Plato said that. Um, I live that. I believe that. I believe not just in myself being well and I believe in a community of wellness and spreading health. So it is all about the whole, W-H-O-L-E, being well. And then another part of my experience is that I am so grateful to be surrounded by medical professionals and healers that are incredibly talented and smarter than I am in in a lot of ways. Uh, The other thing that I'm going to share today is some encouragement to support self-care, self-care so that your body can work for you. So here are the cliff notes. This is a cliff note, meaning very brief, not a synopsis like some of my other podcasts. The gut podcast that I'm sharing from Dr. Rhonda Patrick is so worthy of your time. And it's all about the microbiome. And to really learn about the microbiome, we must, or sorry, to really learn about the immune system, we must focus some time on the microbiome. It plays a vital role in hosting the immune system, like the soil hosts a garden. (laughs) Or is the soil a garden? I don't know if that analogy works. So in fact, when the immune system and gut are symbiotic, it actually allows for the immune system to function. So if the soil is healthy, our immune system can flower and help us when needed. And 
viruses are so much an attack on the immune system. So what happens is viruses are carried basically in all of us and it takes not much for it to penetrate and then create a colony or I think it's called a commucel, which sounds like communing at a table. So just imagine all these viruses attacking one cell, having a party, and then replicating itself into something called RNA. And that RNA gets transcribed into other cells. And there you have it. It is spreading and growing in your lungs. So many of us will be able to handle that a community of viruses having a party they just won't have a big party and some of us who have compromised immune systems or something called comorbidities they will peripherate and live a have just a really big party i can't believe i'm using the party as an analogy i hope you all appreciate that oh my gosh so back to the academic stuff um I've included the podcast uh, and with Dr. Rhonda Patrick, and it's a husband and wife team called the Sonnenbergs, and they have their own lab at Stanford. They also wrote a book called The Good Gut Book, and they just walk you through how to navigate um, the improvement of your microbiome and why it might be screwed up in the first place. So that's a great place to dive in and and learn more about your immune system and how to keep immunity high. And again, um, it's about that garden and that garden being able to host the immune system. Okay, the next thing on our cliff notes are something called cytokines. And this is all about inflammation. And what cytokines are, are short-lived proteins that are released by cells to regulate the function of other cells. So they sound like short-term managers or consultants. The sources of cytokines include microphages, B lymphocytes, mast cells, endothelial cells, fibroblasts, and other stromal cells. So um, endothelial cells and um, microphages, B lymphocytes, these are all going to play a part in viral immunity. So they are essentially responding to the activity of the immune system. There are pro-inflammatory and anti-inflammatory cytokines and these things are released in exercise and like just in everyday, um, I don't know, everyday activities. I know about them specifically because they are very active in pat, like persistent pain and uh, sensory neurons. So, if you all know me, you know, I help people with nerve function and like muscle function, meaning like how to increase the communication of nerves and uh, muscle activity so that they can 
so that the areas can heal and get stronger. So I, we are, you know, in, inflammatory cytokines are very much involved there, and they're also very involved with virus uh, fighting and losing as well. So I, the idea behind why it's in this little cliff note is that we really have to decrease the amount of cytokine activity in our body while all this is like streaming around us and in the air. Um, they uh, can measure cytokine activity in people with like inflammatory diseases and comorbidities like high blood pressure and obesity the, um, and heart disease. I've included a blog post from a leading chronic pain doctor and educator on pain. And that is because he wrote something specifically to those of us with chronic pain and how to deal with this pandemic. Um, there are very, there are so many pain medications and even NSAIDs that compromise the immune system. And he really goes into depth about which ones those are and which part of the immune system they can affect so that you might even have a fighting chance to balance that out. And that is the gold of, you know, learning about your anatomy is that you can get really specific in your tactics on how to uh, live well and feel well. So the third thing on this cliff notes, it's, um, this one's a really big topic and that is food and immunity. So the first thing I really want to say, um, especially after all my Instagram scrolling is that this is not a snowstorm. This is not your time to binge on alcohol and sugar. Not at all. Um, this is a time to be healthy and nurture your body. So sugar and consuming alcohol will deny your body to have a balanced mineral activity and micronutrients. That is all I need to say about that. <laughs> um, so I put some links into how fasting can boost immunity. This is not medical advice. Um, fasting can boost immunity. And I don't know this firsthand, but my sources have convinced me that this could be huge, even something that I will probably try over the next month um, with all this crazy stuff going on. And I would like to also say that if you are following the risk factors of coronavirus, you would also realize that unhealthiness right now is the enemy. Like this is what healthy people have been preparing for. Our bodies, um, it, let me back up. All I want to say is that if you can convince someone, even yourself, that if you did three months of nutrition-focused work, you could help your immunity. Not three days, three months. And the truth is, like, I'm on the East Coast, and this is a very real thing right now. 
it's not a super super real thing for phoenix or st louis and if you've got if you're there and you're listening to this and you need motivation to focus on your nutrition and your micro and your nutrient absorption this is it focused work so i've included uh, a handful of links on that so that you can get to work okay the next thing on our list for today is essentially my protocol um i'm a self-care whore and it is my hobby i've convinced myself that it's very important to be healthy for my job and to serve others I also am obsessed with why the body changes and responds to different things. So my protocol is, uh, it's vast. It's, 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 mm, it's dialed in you guys. So we have a functional medicine approach. I use Chinese medicine medicine, and then I have, um, from the hacking and more like alternative medical, uh, things that I do. So that's how I organized it. Um, my, from my functional medicine uh, practitioner, I use magnesium every night, vitamin C, anything to boost my sleep, vitamin D, and black cumin seed oil. So that's just, I'm just telling you what I do. Um, Chinese, and so I added the black cumin seed oil recently because I knew about it and it's something anytime I have an immunity, um, weakness and a sensation of that weakness i employ extra vitamin d and extra black cumin seed oil so that's just um something i've learned over the years of being a patient of functional medicine uh chinese medicine i am a also a patient of somebody different and so i've recently used acupuncture more often because i had some dental work and an infection that was enraging in my mouth and uh, acupuncture was so helpful. I, I'm so happy that I found the, um, the practitioner that I'm using. Anyway, so we're using something called adaptogens and a moon boosting treatment. So I'm going in on Tuesday and I cannot wait to see him for a, like, it's just custom to my body. Like, I don't understand why people don't use acupuncture more often. I mean, to get customized balancing and treatment of your body, uh, yeah, that's why I love it. Okay, from the hacking and more alternative community, I use ozone therapy, red light therapy, and some oils like tea tree. So from the hacking, from the ozone therapy, um, this one's kind of controversial, uh, but it's, it says it, it's been shown to kill all kinds of viruses and bacteria, um, Red light therapy, it doesn't necessarily do that, but it can increase nitric oxide in your blood, which can improve immunity. It's also been shown with red light therapy and infrared light therapy that the, um, the light penetrating at the, like near the chest where the thymus is, where all these like immune cells are made, you'll have more immune system activity. So in some ways you can like overdo it, but in other ways, it's like exactly what your body needs. So dosing and, um, consistency are important and uh, not to overdo it. 
The other thing that I do, of course, is exercise. You guys, exercise is really important right now. And everybody's talking about going outside for their exercise. That's great. But um, this is when our exercise, it really makes sense for it to be calculated. And we can't afford the loss of immunity from too much exercise. So strenuous exercise can actually hurt your immune system for a short period of time acutely. And that can be a, a play right now that could hurt you. So precise movement and exercise is really important now. My theory is that we can prepare the body well with isometrics and then barely skip a beat when we have to use body weight exercises and be less specific in our strength training. You all know that I truly believe in specific um, strength training and targeting the weaknesses. However, our weakness right now is access to our environment and to the wonderful things that we've set up for ourselves and being vigilant about um, how we spend our time. So this is where I'm really proud to offer movement pathways because it can help a lot. My um, And what movement pathways is, is my course that I created it's taken hundreds of hours to put together and it focuses on how to best prepare your body mentally and physically for a good workout. And so there are parts of it that remind us that like our body and our mind and our brain respond so well to healthy movement. And I want to provide a pathway for you to access that healthy movement wherever you are. And right now, wherever you are is home. So we really need some more specific workouts. So the link, of course, is in the show notes. And I'll probably be offering a special on that because the pricing right now is about $300, which I think is pretty inexpensive for all the work that I've put into it. But um, I just think I got to step up and get more people using it. So uh, let's hit up a discount code too. That'll be in the show notes. Um, and then exercise, why we need to keep exercising because it can, actually can affect immunity. It improves the flow of lymph tissue. It increases BDNF production, brain derived neurotropic factor. And what, um, that latter one does BDNF is it increases antioxidants in your cells and Lymph tissue is so important for the immune system to function that the muscles can move more lymph around and you can get more junk out of your system. It's like such a win-win. And so overall, the healthier our muscle tissue is, the better our insulin response can be. And this seems to be huge right now in that diabetics are really susceptible to this um, virus problem. Uh, and so the last thing I want to leave you guys with, I found a quote from a author, Alex Banigan. I probably butchered that. His book is called The Third Door, and it's all about being an opportunistic, awesome entrepreneur. And I, I did like it a lot. But his quote that I'm taking, quote, anxiety is fear without a place to go. It's normal to feel fear. It's okay to experience anxiety. 
What's worse than fear is judging yourself for feeling it. Agree with your fear. Only then it can no, only then can it begin to relax. I think this is a really good entry point for explaining self-compassion and providing a way, like an approach to self-care. I see a lot of people get self-care wrong. And that's where this is coming from. It shouldn't, you know, self-care is not going to work if it's coming of a place of fix me or make it go away. In fact, that may be one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make when they want my help in resolving chronic pain and or exercise related issues. It's not a fix me now or make it go away. Think about our body as something to befriend and love and rather than an obstacle to run away from. Take time to care for the body And if you're mean to it, like, why would it work for you? Like, why would it serve you and serve um, a higher reason, you know, a oneness? Why would it? If you're not, if you're going to be mean to it, you have to befriend and love your body. Um, That includes gratitude. So here are my reminders to my wellness mindful superstars. That's you. You have to remember to love yourself and not to identify with the mind that is fearful. Don't identify with a body that is fearful and holding in pain. You have to remember that self-compassion and self-love are not a identity. It is a approach and a treatment and a friend, being a friend to your body. Um... Not recognizing the oneness of humanity right now is actually selfish. Practicing self-care with the belief that health, the health of the community is good for you and good for all is the opposite of selfish. Remember that. You're not selfish for taking care of yourself with the right mindset. And to my people that have been doing the work, the spiritual work, the healing, sitting with the emotions and processing emotion. You've been preparing for this to remove yourself from fear and experience courage. This is the time to give and provide hope that people don't have to be controlled by their environment. In this mode, the stress hormones of survival will not thrive in your body. We are all going to get through this. There's another side to this and it's going to be sunny and beautiful and, um, and we're all going to have a new perspective on life and hold space for one another. But the stress hormones of survival are not our friends right now. And so I leave you with that. Um, the gold of this podcast episode is in the show notes. I went through so many podcasts and educational material to be able to provide for y'all and, and, and satisfy that curiosity about your body so that you can befriend it and love it. And please, if you are any bit curious about movement pathways, it's ready for you. We have neck exercises, knee exercises, core exercises, and it's all about 
respecting your body, its limitations, and then building strength on those. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope to hear from you and that you are able to step into a place of courage right now and take care of your body so that you can provide that hope and light for the others right now in this crazy uncharted times. I'll talk to you later and why not just leave five stars on my podcast? That'd be super sweet. Thank you so much for listening. And there's another episode coming out on Wednesday that I'm so excited to share. Bye.